Hey there, and welcome to Her Financial Revolution, a podcast about how to turn your thoughts and ways of managing your money upside down to truly build something real. My name is Jess, and I am owner and financial coach of Compass Financial Coaching, where I am passionate about helping women build a life they love so they can spend more time making incredible memories and less time worrying about money. I truly believe in harnessing two things, yourself and the money you have as your superpower and number one tool to change your life. Come along on this journey with me as we explore a variety of financial and sometimes not so financial topics to work towards intentional living and a kick-ass life. I am so excited you're here. If you could like, follow, subscribe, and most importantly, share this with others, it would mean the world to me. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, it's Jess with Compass Financial Coaching and Her Financial Revolution, and I am so excited to be bringing you episode number two. But before I do some housekeeping items, don't forget to like and subscribe so you get notified when a new episode drops, and please share this podcast. I am on a mission to help women create a life filled with more amazing memories and less money stress, and you can help me by spreading the word by sharing this episode and this podcast. So, What is in a name? Let me take a moment to talk about why I chose the name I did for this podcast, uh, Her Financial Revolution. And then also let's talk a little bit about what's in your name and who you are. So when I was thinking of a name for this podcast, one of the things that I have really been drawn to in my coaching business is working with women and really having the opportunity to help them see a clear financial path forward. And that was part of the reason why my I chose my business name as Compass Financial Coaching, because I don't know if you're an outdoorsy person, but I absolutely love hiking. And one thing you read a lot about is hikers getting lost off the trail and they're so lost, but yet they're so close to the path that they want to be on. It's just the trees are too thick and they're all turned around. And so I chose the name Compass because it's guiding, it's a light, it's a tool that we use to guide ourselves on the path that we want to be on. And I tell my clients this a lot, that I have the unique opportunity when I'm working with someone to have the bird's eye view. Most people are not too far off the path but the woods are just too thick that they can't see through it. And they're so used to not being on the path that they don't know where to go. And I have the opportunity to have that bird's eye view and to be able to work with someone and develop a plan to get them on the path and on the direction that they want to go. And it usually doesn't take as much effort as they think. They just need that guidance and that accountability and sometimes that knowledge just to help them out. And when I was picking a name for this podcast, revolution really stuck out to me. Revolution is a forcible overthrow in favor of a new system. And that is something that I really want to embody with this is the idea of it's time to kick in the curb whatever method you tried in the past to manage your money that wasn't working for you and that wasn't serving you. It's time to get rid of it. Ditch it and learn to manage your money in an exciting and new way that works for you, that motivates you, that 
helps you to feel confident and successful when it comes to your money. And I think something that doesn't get talked about too much is that there are a lot of ways or really it all kind of meshes down to one traditional way of a traditional budget to manage your money. And for a lot of people, that isn't working. It doesn't serve them well. And so that's what this is all about. We're revolting about the old way of handling your money, of whatever way you think you should be handling your money that's not working for you. It's time to get rid of it and do it forcefully so you can make that change and create a new system to have a new way to manage your money and to do so successfully. So getting back to what's in your name and who are you, specifically, who are you with your money? Who do you think yourself you, you are as yourself with your money? What type of person are you in your mind when you're managing your money? And what do you believe? Do you believe you're good with money? Do you believe you're bad with money? So many women that I talk to believe that they are bad with money, like it's something that they're inherently born with, a skill that, well, they weren't inherently born with it, that the people who are good with money are just naturally good with money. And I want to tell you that the idea or belief that you're bad with money, take a deep breath and let it go. Because honey, it's not serving you well. And It truly is just an idea that's not true. But there's some reasons of how this happens. And one of them is that, well, some people, and I'm not going to mention any names, but there are some people who are big in the financial world who tout their way of handling money, which tends to be an all or nothing approach, as being the only way to handle your money. And it tends to be that when someone finally reaches out for financial advice, they get directed down one of these paths. Oh, you need a budget. Let me get you a budget template. Oh, you need to go to this class. You need to sign up for this. You need to read this book. But all of it tends to direct down that traditional old school route of traditional budgeting, which just doesn't work for people. But what ends up happening is it's easy to start feeling like it's you when it's not. And it could feel like if you've tried it in the past and you failed at it, or you tried it in the past and you were successful, but you were so completely miserable, maybe you got out of debt and then you got right back into it, that it just creates this feeling of like you're a failure. And I just want to dispel that myth. First off, and I'm pretty sure I've already said it, sorry, the ADD brain, so I may repeat myself a few times. Like I said, I'm sticking to the promise that I'm not editing these because one, I'm not a techie person at all, so I don't even want to bother. And two, I think it's more fun just to be real and on the fly. Pretty sure my husband was praying tonight for me to rethink that decision, but whatever, here we go. Um, That you are capable of learning great money management skills and not only capable, but of being successful with them. Good money management skills, they are not something that some people are fortunate enough to have in their genetic code. It is something that they learned, and therefore it's something that you can learn too. Most people did not grow up in households where their parents were talking about money or teaching them solid financial skills. They weren't talking about 
how to budget, why they budget, how they make financial decisions. Most parents are not sitting there and giving children insight into how to plan a vacation and how to make decisions with your money and how to be financially secure. So there's a good chance if you're like most Americans that you didn't have anyone in your life telling you or openly talking about managing money and what that looked like. And like I said, it's all these tidbits that you pick up along the way, create your perspective and your view on money, but that's something that can be changed. That's something that can grow. And it's something that you can learn to do well. It's actually really like riding a bike. Once you start doing it, you don't ever really forget about it. And you get more and more comfortable as you go. And I think it's important to know that money is so much more than just the number on the spreadsheet, right? Because if that's all it was, and it didn't involve this human element, it didn't involve us as a whole person, then yeah, you would be able to download that budget spreadsheet. You would be able to follow that financial guru's advice and we'd all be money masters. Nobody would be struggling with their money. But in reality, that is not true. Most people who make good money are living paycheck to paycheck. Most couples, 65% are reporting that they're fighting about their money. It's the number one stressor. So obviously, money does involve that human element. And if you are being a human and one way isn't working for you, it's not time to shut the door. In fact, it's time to open it and it's time to open it to something exciting and new to build that success. So how do I know this? Well, I know this in a few different ways. I know it personally because I thought I was bad with money and that I would never be able to improve my financial situation. I, my very first budget was written down on a napkin from my car's glove compartment. And I was stressed. I was anxious about my money. I was making okay money, but I had just gotten out of divorce. I had defaulted on my student loan. My credit score was tanking to the trash. And I was so afraid to look at the numbers. Yeah. And it's okay to admit that too, that you're afraid to look at the numbers. I was afraid. I grew up in a household. There were no discussions about money and if anything, the way money was talked about, it was extremely stressful. It caused a lot of fighting and intense emotions. And it was also really freaking confusing. My parents would sit there with their giant stack of papers during tax season. Like I live literally loathe tax season. I would try to hide in the house because um, there was no TurboTax then, or maybe there was, but they didn't use it. And so I thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to be an adult? I can never do taxes. Like, look at taxes for them. This is horrible. And you know, when you go over to your friend's house, you don't see their parents doing taxes. You don't see other dynamics at play like you would over different things in life. The same way that you do about money. You don't see any visibility into anybody else and how they manage their money, especially as a kid. And the same thing with the credit card bill. The credit card bill would come in and I don't know, I grew up thinking, well, everybody had a credit card and it was just a horrible thing. And so I grew up feeling like, oh my gosh, I can never have a credit card. I can never figure this out. And it's all bad and it's none of it is good. And I had to overcome that and really look at my money. 
I got to a point in my life where I knew I had to look and face the numbers if I was going to move forward. And I started with that napkin. I wrote down the paycheck I knew that was coming in that week. And I wrote down my expenses. I started with my needs, you know, the mortgage, the utilities, groceries, the car stuff, daycare. And I just started there. And the number at the bottom of that was not horrible. It was not the best, but it wasn't in the negative. And I remember thinking, I have got to start to learn how to manage my money. I have got to do something different. There is a number here that's in the positive. I can do something different and I will do something different. I also see it professionally. I work with women and I get to witness firsthand what happens when they believe in themselves when they start learning the tools and not only learning the tools, but they literally take the steering wheel of their financial picture and start driving. And it is such a beautiful thing to witness. A lot of times I am the hope in the beginning. I I tend to be everyone's cheerleader. I get super excited because I understand, I know firsthand of the feeling of fear and trepidation and hesitation of looking at your money, especially when you have tried things in the past and they did not work. I understand that completely. And so I give hope and I give belief for my clients to borrow until they start believing in themselves. And I hope that you get that too from me. I hope when you listen to this, you get that too. I believe in you. And I know because I have had a couple clients now who were on the verge of filing for bankruptcy. And once they got that foundation with their money and a really solid plan, they have been able to take off and pay off thousands of dollars of debt within months and be in a much different place than they ever thought they would be. And you can do it. If I was able to do it, you can do it. I went from a defaulted student loan and a credit score that was shot to hell to being a financial coach and being able to teach people these same skills and walk with them on that journey to overcome it. And let's be real, the all or nothing approach that likes to get touted as so successful is like a fad diet. And ladies, I know if you're anything like me, you probably loved a fad diet back in the day. I did, you know, the restricting the carbs, cutting the calories, cutting out the desserts, and and the freaking ice cream. That was my thing. I'd always cut off the ice cream and I would miss it so bad because I literally, I kid you not, ate ice cream almost every night. It was so bad. But what happens? You know, you lose that weight and then you get really hungry and irritable and then you binge eat and you gain it all back. It is the same thing with our money. Why are we trying to yo-yo diet with our cash flow? Why are we trying to cut out all the enjoyment in life to solely focus on one thing? You know, might be trying to throw all your money at your debt but you're not enjoying your life and your debt is more or a larger amount that you're not going to be able to pay off in just a couple months time. And you're burnt out and you give up and you feel like a failure because there's no balance in that. There is no honoring you as a person and there's no development of a reasonable and 
I guess, a reasonable standard that you can continue on in your everyday life. It's just like a crash diet. So we all know how those crash diets turn out. We can't expect it to be any different when we yo-yo diet with our cash flow. So I guess this episode is just to really kickstart the belief in yourself. If you have gotten out of debt before, but it was not sustainable, and you find yourself back in debt, or if you have tried a spreadsheet and tried to budget in a traditional way, maybe you tried budgeting every dollar and it just blew up in your face, I want to let you know that it is not you. If a budget is failing you, then it's failing you. You are not failing the budget. The budget is failing you. And you can be successful with money. You can learn how to learn how to be successful with money. And if you're feeling really confused and thinking, oh my gosh, there are so many different ways, so many different ways to start budgeting. Don't worry. I got you. We are going to cover that in the next episodes. But every person is just so wonderfully unique and beautifully different that there's no way that one standard way of managing our money is going to be effective for everybody. And so just release that thought. There's nothing wrong with you. You were made the way you were made. Your mind is a beautiful place and the way it works. And you can learn how to manage your money in a way that is not only effective, but it's sustainable. And it helps you to create that life that you're looking for. And I'm not talking necessarily about the quantity of money. I'm talking about managing it so the decisions you're making and what you're putting your money towards is truly in line with the things that matter most to you and therefore bring you contentment because now you're spending your money in ways that bring you joy and fill your cup. And you're also honoring who you are as a person and your values. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would mean the world to me if you could like and share this with someone else. I am on a mission to help women to kick the standard ideas of money so they can use their money as their number one tool to build a life they love so they can spend more time creating beautiful, wonderful, and awesome memories and less time stressing about their money. I would be so thrilled if you could be a part of that journey. Subscribe, like, share, whatever way that you feel would be helpful to spread the word. Until next time.